3: Merry Christmas to all the Marvel Heads out there on our very special second edition Christmas special. And unlike last year where I was flying solo, I got Preston Lude here finally for a Christmas look back on the best of In the Marbles 2020. Preston, Merry Christmas. How's it going, buddy?
2: (laughs) Merry Christmas to you, too. (laughs) I love the opening. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. uh,
3: Last year, I did an opening similar to this. And you weren't here, and I was. I remember editing it in the firehouse, and I said, just like Santa, I'm flying solo again this year, and somebody got a big chuckle out of that. Yep. And you were sitting there like, oh, God, I can't believe I missed it. And it it was the same old song and dance from you because you missed the episode for one reason or another. But today is going to be a special day. We're not going to talk racing at all. This is going to be the best of... Look back of season two of In the Marbles. It's going to be great, um, fun little. Just driving on the way. When this comes out, it's going to be Christmas Eve. So I'm going to be getting off of work and heading to Caroline's mom's house, and we're going to have a lot of fun up there. But what do you have for Christmas plans? What's going on with Preston and the Lude family for Christmas?
2: I'll just um, we'll do Christmas at my house for the girls. Yeah, and then we'll head off to. I think we'll go. I think we'll go to Ashton's parents' house first, and and then I think we go to my family's house. I can't remember. We always go to multiple families' houses on Christmas. It's right. usually pretty. It's almost like Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving we were at three different houses during the day, and it was. It's always it's just, but it's it's a very busy day. It's a very busy day. <laughs> Same
3: here with me. It's, it's Christmas Eve. Usually happens. We get there, do a little few things. Set the presents under the tree. And we go over to Caroline's grandparents' house where we have a big meal. I think usually Caroline and her mom goes to church and whereas I sit with her aunt and uncle and drink wine and be merry. Yeah, be merry. And by the time she gets back, she's like, You're cut off.
2: You're, cut <laughs> You're off. done. You're done.
3: <laughs> and I continue to do it because it's Christmas and I don't have to work. Christmas Day, I work the day after Christmas, but man. I'm so glad you're here for this episode. It's very special. I want to thank you first and for sticking around, man. We did 50 episodes this year, and I flew solo for 9 of them, but you were sick with COVID or suspected COVID, the baby. We had I we had a lot of fun this year, man. We're going to get more into what we did this year and stuff, but 50 episodes, man.
2: That's a, that's bo- a pretty
3: big uh milestone. That's a episode a week and it's it's So much fun, man. Yeah, absolutely. To do this, and I appreciate you doing this, man. This is a lot of fun. It's only getting better, and I can't wait to see what Season 3 will bring for the In the Marble fans.
2: I'm excited.
3: I am too, but here's what we're going to do for this episode. It's going to be a look back through Season 2 and some of our hand-picked and favorite moments in the show, anywhere from the start of Season 2 till right now. Best moments of, and I'll get this started off first. In a very special, funny episode where Preston talks about getting COVID tested.
2: Oh, no.
1: Episode 46, Preston's COVID Testing.
2: I was a little worried last week when I texted you about being sick. Yeah. And then I got hit with the email that I was possibly uh, exposed. And I was like, no, come on.
3: Yeah, I just had my third COVID test done.
2: Yeah, I had my my second one done and I It doesn't can,
3: get any easier oh, with those tests. Really? Oh, it's horrible.
2: I don't know. The second time around was much better for me. They the guy that well, the guy that was doing it was great and he was like
3: And he was gentle on you.
2: Well, I mean, he was just, he was talking me through everything and he's like, you've oh, yeah. done this before? And I was like, yeah, this is my second time. It and, sounds so bad. Oh, the guy took me. Yeah. He's, well, he's, he was just, he was joking with me and everything. He's like, just think happy thoughts. And I was like, I already did that. <laughs> so, what? That's so weird, man. That's it was so weird. But I mean, like, you know, they, I don't even know how long those stupid swabs are, but I mean, like, wait, it feels like they're poking your brain anyways, but uh, 10 I, seconds I wasn't even that bad.
3: Oh. Just the way you're explaining it. I man. Know, it's, if we were if we didn't even mention COVID, it would be the most like unnatural conversation I'd have with another. Would really another yeah. individual we're like what are you talking what are you about? Talking about yeah, ten seconds wasn't that bad. Oh he's yeah. gentle on you, okay, buddy? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it wasn't. Uh, it was okay. Everything was fine. Oh God, this is totally COVID related. Everybody,
3: <laughs> golly, dude. Okay, let's pick our words wisely from now on. Here in the show, that oh gosh, oh, that almost took a bad turn. <laughs> I wasn't expecting hey, man, that today. Know,
2: things happen, I guess.
3: I, I guess Sometimes. so, but um, and that was uh, Preston's COVID test, and with that, I must say, ladies and gentlemen, a beer is in order <laughs> because my goodness, Preston, when you were giving me that story. What's crazy about that too, that was our first episode on YouTube with the new equipment, with the new setup and the switching and the cameras and stuff. Not our first YouTube episode, because that was a crazy experience, side by side stuff, but that was our first episode with the three-camera setup with YouTube. We at that point I felt like we were going places then, but Preston, you remember that episode? Yeah, I remember it. It, it was so funny, man. It was <laughs> really funny. I couldn't believe just how funny it was and just how <laughs> much it just tickled me man it was just so funny
2: <laughs> honestly i don't think i picked up on the way i was explaining it in like the first like two minutes well what
3: was so funny was <laughs> you were just oh yeah he was so gentle and yeah. he said, he said take a deep <laughs> breath was, yeah and it was, was like so weird we done man. It
2: before oh okay oh you've done this before
3: <laughs> great you're a vet at this good job <laughs> happy buddy. thoughts man happy, <laughs> happy thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> I figured you'd get a kick out of that one. but That was pretty good. Preston, do you have any memories of uh, our season right off the top of your head? I think the the one
2: that sticks with me the most is when I had tried to explain that time when we went to the Roval, and I tried to explain why we got locked out of the camper.
3: Well, see, here's the problem with that one. That was season one still. Oh. Oh, Preston Uh, doesn't even know his seasons. I
2: don't know my seasons. I don't, I can't, I can't think of anything on top of my head, honestly. Uh, Oh, man.
3: Well, I'll give you the second one, man. I'm just glad you're here. I'll give you the second one that I could think of right now. And it was explaining the rain delay during the Daytona 500 when I was at Daytona.
1: Episode 22, Daytona 500 rain delay. They finally
3: get everything done. They're getting ready to go. Well, wave off rain. Mm-hmm. They bring the cars right on pit road. This isn't good. And okay, this, this is going to really suck really bad. If this is going to be like this all night and they pull the cars in, cover them up a little bit of shower. They dry off the track within a, a matter of minutes.
2: And but, I'm looking at the radar while I'm at work at this point, And I'm just like, oh, and no. well,
3: you're texting me at this point saying, this doesn't look good. This
2: doesn't look good. <laughs> I don't like I, it. And
3: I, I said, maybe it's not going to be that bad. They get in the cars, they finally get going. Then, caution for rain. Well, bummer. So, they bring the cars down on lap 20, stage them, get out. And then that's when it started coming down. Everybody's taking shelter. Fast forward two hours.
2: Yeah. And I was, I'm texting Maples at this point, too, because he, we're, we're texting back and forth. I'm talking to you. Maples is like, well, we might get it in. And I'm looking at the weather. It's like, there could be a window. We could get
3: something in here I at mean, this point. I mean, what a tease at this point. So, I met this guy there. I met him Saturday, but I really got to talk to him someday named Chris. He's from Australia. Oh, cool. And he came here just for this race, Man. along with a few other things. But this was the big – he's a Harvick fan, so he had a bunch of Bush beer, and somehow he always got free beer. It must have been the accent or something. I, I just wish, begs to diff, begs me to answer ask this question. If I go to Australia, will I get free beer with my American accent? No, no, I won't. not? But he got so many beer. He, I mean, that's when I really started kind of because everything at that point on Sunday was half off. Oh, food, drinks, everything was half off. Okay. So instead of paying nine, eight to nine dollars for a beer, you're paying three. Wow. And so, yeah, I was starting to go, oh, okay, I'll take a beer. I'll take a beer. Chris, you want a beer? Yeah, I might. And we, <laughs> we would drink beers and he'd have more beers and he'd have more beers. So, what a tease here. About two hours after that initial rain delay, after 20 laps, the track is dry. Yep. Drivers have been called to their cars. I saw it on Twitter. They're unrolling the cars. And then, and then and then it starts sprinkling. The ceiling fell out. It was like, started sprinkling. It's like, hurry up. We need to get this going. Everybody there is like that. And then they started covering up their cars. We looked towards turn one. And you saw it. The I wall. saw the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> We quickly grab our stuff, get back under cover, and within ten seconds, whoosh, the bottom fell out.
2: Oh my! Track God. is gone, and then
3: you started texting me at that point, saying the race is going to start at four.
2: Yeah, well, Maple's had texted me, and he said, "Hey, somebody—I can't remember who was—because we usually like to get." The information from like Bob Pockris is usually spot on with anything he's going to throw out there because he's always at the track. Maples texted me. He says, I think it was Bob Pockris. I can't. I don't want to, you know, say for for sure that he tweeted out. But Maples said, hey, I saw it on Twitter. They're talking about a four o'clock start time. I'm thinking to myself, man, why four o'clock in the afternoon? That's odd. Because I remember some races before that I've always had to carry over into the next day or just postpone completely, we were just starting at like 12 or 1 o'clock. Right. Now they're talking about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which is understandable. Some people, even though it was President's Day, not everybody had it off. That's cool. I understand that they want people to get home in time to maybe watch the race or something. But I was like, wow, 4 o'clock, you know, that's really going to suck because some people are not going to want to stay around for the whole day, the next day, just for a 4 o'clock start, you know.
3: I don't know how you felt about that. Well, when you said it was going to be a 4 o'clock start, I was kind of, there's no way. Yeah. There's no I, way. It always I, starts at noon. It always I starts at noon. I
2: didn't even believe it either when I was texted to me.
3: And then that giant voice from the sky came on and said... I love how you... The giant voice from the, the sky. Giant, and ladies and gentlemen, due to the weather delay at the Daytona International Speedway, the Daytona 500 will resume tomorrow, February 17th at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. We thank you for your understanding and hope you have a good rest of your day. See you tomorrow. How was everybody's demeanor after that? I, I, can't, I, I can't repeat what... Most of the people said, (laughs) even myself, I I looked at my dad and just be, be, I was, I was, I was upset. He's like, you gotta be kidding me. And so my dad was the smart one. He brought a rain suit, like pants and a jacket and everything. And he got it all suited up. We got to go back to the campground. Right. It was like, bummer. I'm gonna get soaked, and my dad said, "Well, you should have listened to me, kid." And I—if only I should have just listened to my dad and the rest of my life, I would have been fine. Yeah. So we find we get back <laughs> to the campsite. We're soaked. I change. He changes. But at that point, the rain stopped. It was about ten o'clock. At that point, the rain has stopped. We're at this point. Just let's go to bed. We're tired. Let's get on with the day. Oh boy and that was, <laughs> that was a good oh, one man i tell you man that was a fun episode that was our top to this date that was our top that's our top rated episode of in the marbles and if you get a chance and you're new to the show go back and listen to that because that was a lot of fun talking there's more to it there's more stories yeah. more to it than that but that that kind of jogged your memory about another memory with rain didn't it
2: yeah it did but uh before i even say that i will say this that I still stand behind that. Even if you go to Australia with that American accent, you're not getting that dang thing. No, I'm not. <laughs> but they're probably going to look at you and say, "Who in the world is this?" Get out of here,
3: yank! <laughs> Get out! That's of here. exactly <laughs> what they're going to say. Yeah, you I, don't I, belong I, around here. It's amazing how much beer he got. He just kept getting beer and beer. Like, beer mate, I'm like, sure, Chris. And I was, I was getting pretty drunk with him and during this <laughs> rain delay, and and then we had to walk back. And needless to say, the cold rain sobered me up quite quickly. Yeah. For that one.
2: Um, I do have a memory about rain. I don't think I ever explained it on the podcast when it happened. But last year at Darlington,
3: when- I remember that.
2: When there was that big, long rain delay for a couple hours. And I don't know why I didn't think- Well, first of all, when you get into an area like Darlington, and you pack all these people in, for some reason- Pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID, for some reason, all the cell service goes right out the window- you, for me at least, I don't get any kind of service. It might say I have service, but I don't have. The bandwidth
3: service. is taken up. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it was. The day was not that bad, but then it got. It started to get really overcast in the afternoon, later in the afternoon, and it was there. was these dark clouds hanging around the track, and it's just like. If I would have been able to look at my phone and look at the weather, I would have done it. But I didn't think of anything of it. I was just like, all right, cool. You know, it's almost, it's getting pretty close to race time. What time? Race probably was supposed to start at like 6 o'clock. It's about 5 o'clock. My brother and I, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the track. Let's head. So we're, boy, for some reason, there was a lot of lines to get in. I mean, the lines were long to get into the track. And it was unreal. So we're standing there. And it's getting pretty dark. And I'm like, man, it's, that's odd. It's getting really dark then Brian's texting me. He's there. He's on the back stretch. She goes, yeah, I'm trying to get in too. Uh, there's a wall of water coming, by the way, just on the other side of this. And I was like, please don't tell me that. And he's like, yeah, dude, If you are you looking towards turn one? I was like, are you talking about towards turn one? He's like, yeah, where all those dark clouds are. Yeah, it, the rain's coming. I was just like, oh, no. And like everybody, like you could start to feel the, the heavy drops falling out of the sky one at a time. And everybody was just like, oh, crap. But it wasn't just crap. It was, uh, you know. Certain words were said, right? Especially for me, I was just like, "Gosh, oh, oh crap!" <laughs> and like, I wish I would have known right then and there. Why don't we just run back to the car instead of having to stand out? We were undercover. Yeah, I mean, we got yep. soaked a little bit, but we made it undercover. But I mean, God, it sucks when you have to when you're standing around for like three hours and people are just uh, some interesting things go on when you're standing around in the rain with a lot of NASCAR fans. Well, I will
3: tell you that because I was at that Southern Five Hundred as well, Preston. And I do I have two things, like three things to say, I think. One, I I was the one who went out to Dakar and got soaked and changed and warmed up and got away from it all because if they canceled the race, I wanted to be the first one out, which they didn't. Second of all, what a race. Eric Jones won that race. And third, if memory does serve me correctly, you told me that story and... You didn't see the finish.
2: No, I did not see the oh, finish. <laughs> no. Let me go back a little bit first. So, <laughs> when the rain had stopped, we were walking around and we were trying to figure out, man, hey, what are we going to do? Well, I saw these people going in and out of the track, and I was like, why didn't I think of this before? I went over there. I was like, hey, what are you guys? Uh, what are the tickets for? Oh, we're handing them out to people so they can come back into the track if they want. And I was just like, how come I didn't know about this?
3: Oh, okay. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this real quick, <laughs> folks. If you're watching on YouTube, there's, <laughs> you a sp- there's my Bojangles <laughs> Southern 500 ticket with winner sticker from Eric Jones and a little return pass right here <laughs> yeah. on the left side of the ticket, and it says non-transferable. This return pass must be accompanied with valid ticket stuff for entry.
2: Yeah, so I'm just saying. I'm just we, saying. My brother and I were. I was just like, man. So like, we left, and. We went back to the car for, for a little bit to hang out because, you know, it dried up, but they were just it, firing it, up the it dryers. It stopped raining. Yeah, it's, it stopped raining, and they were just firing up. So I was like, it's going to be at least like an hour. It's got to be. Even with the new system, it's going to be like an hour or so. So we went back to the car. At that point, I had realized something. Also, I did not bring any seat cushions this time. I forgot them at the house. Bummer. And I had them pulled out, and I was like, crap. So we were like, man- we need some seat cushions. So we just went and looked and went by the Chevrolet uh, hauler, you know, the merchandise hauler. And, uh, hey, how much of those uh, seat cushions there you got? And they said, uh, well, these are our last two, and they're kind of damaged. And I said, well, how the they damaged? They said, well, the, uh, the, the lettering is kind of peeling off a little right here in the corner. Uh, five bucks each. Here's my money. That's right. I'll take it. I'll ta- I don't care. I'll take it. So uh, they're somewhere at my parents' house Oh, you don't now. even
3: know where they're at now. No,
2: do not. But, you know, Daytona escapades. Speaking of that, I remember doing the Hayman segment. This just came I, to me, I, that Hayman segment where I ranted on the fans. I was pretty upset about that.
3: I do recall that. Let's take a listen. Episode
1: 22. Daytona 500, Hey Man.
3: Hey Man. So, what do you got for us, Preston? What's bugging you so much? All right, you're so. You're at the end of the show. Yeah. The the I got to get it you out. Just, I'm you sorry. got to get this off your just, chest.
2: Yeah, I thought about this for the past couple of days, and uh, this uh, this little, little Hey Man segment is not. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm doing that thing again already. You're
3: breathing, breathing into your mind. Well, because I'm. It, I'm oh, boy. I could tell you right stinks. now. I'm really ticked off. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. It stinks fixing all that in post. I know. Quit I'm doing, doing that.
2: Really ticked off. All so right. So, this let's This Hey Man segment is a little bit. This is hey, man. Okay, you oh, guys need to chill out.
3: This isn't hey, man. This is No, hey. this is
2: hey, man. Now, I understand that people were upset that Denny Hamlin was celebrating. Fine and dandy for them to be upset. I feel, now you can't, let's put it this way. Somebody put on Facebook, this lady, she said, poor sportsmanship from that entire 11 team. You do not celebrate with a driver upside down in a car. Let me tell you something, all right? They don't know what's going on. Now, a lot of the fans, let's put it this way, fans in NASCAR have become complacent. We all have. I'm guilty of it. We see big accidents. We know the safety and how far it's come along nowadays. We know that drivers are going to be getting out of that car. I've seen it plenty of times. I've seen it on YouTube. We talk. David Rudman, when he went head on the wall at Atlanta qualifying, and he f- rolled the car about how, the number infinity.
3: You mean at Texas?
2: Texas, I don't care where it was, whatever, I'm ticked off. He got out of the car, he walked away fine. We saw Ryan Newman go upside down to Talladega years ago. He was fine. Kyle Larson wrecked in the Xfinity race at Daytona, hit the catch fence, tore the car apart. He was fine. Austin Dillon walked out of the car a couple years ago, fine too. Let me put it this way. When you win the 500 and you were coming down that back straightaway, yes, they probably said before you hit turn one, there was a big accident behind you. Nobody knows what's going on at that the
3: safety point. Safety crews are there.
2: Yeah, safety crews are there. You at that point, your crew chief is telling you, hey man, we just won the five hundred. You're you got guys beating on your door, congratulating you, coming down the back straightaway. You have you're not thinking about anything else in your mind except for you won the freaking Daytona five hundred. Right. So I don't want to hear people talking about Trying to bash Joe Gibbs Racing and Denny Hamlin and all these people bashing them because they're celebrating a win. They won because you know Newman got spun out, he wrecked, and he beat Blaney to the line. Great, congratulations! Denny Hamlin is coming to the front straightaway and taking his helmet off and taking his radio off, everything. So nobody is communicating to him in the car. He's not paying attention to what's going on because the car is past us. You know the pit road exit. Yeah, he has much as of a right. To celebrate, he might not know right then and there, which he was told in victory lane, hey, this isn't a great situation. But I just want, I'm just i sorry, Beamer, that I'm going like this. I'm, I'm just trying so hard not to curse because I could curse right now. I really could. But I want people to take, I want people to think for themselves, put themselves in that car, in Denny Hamlin's car. And you cannot tell me that you would not because somebody said, oh, they're wrecking behind you. All you see is Newman just coming across right in front of you and that's it. You're not looking in the mirror. You're looking straight ahead. So you can't tell me that you know that he flipped without anybody telling you.
3: Yeah. Uh, From my point of view, I agree with you. It it was, it it was a, us fans, I think knew more what was going on than Hamlin did. Exactly. And and I just showed you the photos. You saw the safety crews around there. You saw Hamlin celebrating. And and I saw it too, where he disconnected his radio and started doing burnouts after the lug nut check and, and did all that. It was a subdued, you know, hey, I pumped my fist, and the crowd booed him. I think knowing that, hey, right down, like 200 feet down the road or yards or whatever it is, is a driver who's stuck in his car, he's hurt. Yeah, I I,
2: And you know, I'm going to catch, I might catch a lot of flack for this, and you know what? I honestly don't care. I would love for people to challenge me on this point. I really would. And and, It's a shame on the fans of NASCAR who are sitting behind the keyboard, who are putting on Facebook, trying to shame these people. Which really upsets the living crap out of me, because they don't put themselves. Because even I thought about it first. I was like, man, this is kind of crappy that he's celebrating. But then again, I'm thinking to myself, maybe he doesn't really know to begin with. No, and even Joe- we we're not in his shoes. I'm sorry, no. I keep cutting you off. No, go ahead. We're not in his shoes. But I could, if I were to ask people to be in his shoes, I you know immediately that they would say, oh, I would not celebrate. That is complete bullcrap, and you know it.
3: Yeah, you were pretty heated there.
2: I really wish I would have <laughs> caught a flag for that. I'm surprised I didn't catch any flag for that whatsoever. Just imagine if I would have cursed that entire time. Now,
3: see, in, episode, in that, that was our 22nd episode of In the Marbles. We've done 40-plus since then. I'm just yeah. saying, man. I mean, we've grown a little bit more since then, and now we're on the Unhinged Sports Network. Speaking of the Unhinged Sports Network, we're going to take this opportunity for some ad reads and a Plug from fanatics from us for the Unhidden Sports Network. This is In the Marbles, and we'll be right back with more memories of Season 2 of In the Marbles. Preston, before we go any further, I wanted to tell all of our fans about our big announcement. As you, as all of our fans know, we are a proud affiliate of the Unhinged Sports Network, and now the Unhinged Sports Network is a proud partner with Fanatics. That's huge news. That is very huge news, and we, I buy all my out of all the races that I've been to through Fanatics, as well as all my NASCAR gear, but not only NASCAR gear. I buy my Alabama Crimson Tide stuff from there. I buy South Carolina Gamecock stuff from there, too. You can, For any team, any sport that you want, Fanatics.com is a place. Link is going to be in the description below or on your podcast information to follow to the NASCAR store. But you don't have to just stop there. You can go anywhere you want in that store, and it will not only help out the Unhinged Sports Network, bring you better content in the future, it will just help out the network in general. Yeah. And if you're not listening to us on the Unhinged Sports Network, Preston, where can we go to listen to the network? Uh, UnhingedSN.com. 16 podcasts ranging everywhere from basketball, racing, Hockey, you name it, unhinged Sports Network. It's got a 24-7 for your enjoyment, whether on or off-season. It's there for you. Go check them out, and check out Fanatics in the link below. Preston, that was the angriest I've ever seen you in this Whole time doing this, I've never seen you that angry as I did after that. Hey, man! Just imagine,
2: like I said, just imagine if if I would have let loose with a bunch of cuss words, I would have been bouncing off the wall,
3: man, Preston. I mean, jeez, dude. I mean, I know I don't know so...
2: why I was so angry after that, but I was. I well,
3: just... it, it was so funny because after shortly after that, my uncle came by to watch the Phoenix race and to see the new house and all that stuff, and he said, "Man, you were pretty upset with all those people." this in hamlin after the 500 win and i remember that it was the first time you met him and it's like oh man hey that the, that's his Hello. first impression of you It's like oh no oh,
2: it's that guy oh
3: yeah that's that guy <laughs> but man we got so much more to cover here this is such a fun episode i'm having so much fun doing this and now we get to probably one of my favorite memories of the show so far and it was of you and you just you know what take a listen
1: Episode 51, New Baby and Paul Menard.
3: Congratulations on the baby. How's she doing? How's mom doing? How's everything going?
1: Everything's good. Uh, baby's
2: doing well. Good. Hopefully baby will be coming home within the next week. They okay. told us about two or three weeks possibly, so yeah. Uh, wife is doing well. Much better than when she was in the hospital for like a week straight and losing her mind.
3: Oh, I could imagine.
2: She was... Um, uh, what, what was it? She went in on a Monday afternoon. She was admitted, and that wasn't counting the ones the days prior to that, the week prior. She was like at the hospital. I think three different times. Wow! And then they finally, she went to a doctor's appointment, and they were like, "Yeah, you need to go to the just go to the hospital. We're gonna admit you, get things going here."
3: Yeah, and that was about two weeks ago, and uh, when you said, "Nope, can't make it,"
2: yeah, and I thought it was happening. we thought it. She, I told me, hey. My doctor said she doesn't see why I won't deliver today. And I'm like, holy crap, this baby's coming on a Monday right away. Like, what's going on here? Right. And the baby didn't come until Thursday night at 7.50, but she lost her mind for a couple of days. Um, I can imagine I, being I at a hospital for like seven days straight. and
3: Not being able to do anything. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So her blood pressure was up and down for a while, and then it got really high, and she was on magnesium to prevent seizures and whatnot. And oh, yeah, it was uh, getting a little scary when she had the epidural that Thursday morning. When they said, "Yeah, we're gonna go and try and uh, get the ball rolling," so they gave her the epidural, and her blood pressure went up to like one ninety over like one ten immediately. Yikes. Yeah, it got pretty scary. So, um, but they gave they were just giving her all kinds of medicine to keep it down. And I mean, they got to Thursday afternoon, and there wasn't really any progress being made, and they were they were kind of thinking. This might go a couple different ways at how this baby's gonna come. You know, they kind of mentioned like C-section, and my wife was like, That's not gonna happen. Mm. And I was like, Well, if it has to happen, it has to happen. <laughs> I mean, not what do you mean that's not gonna happen? Right. So Um So one of the nurse left at seven o'clock to do shift change and there still wasn't really any progress. So like, man, what are we gonna do? And then like I swear to you guys, like at the snap of a finger that baby was out in like two minutes. All of a sudden, things wow. just like, she lost the, um, she wanted to get more pain medicine. So they were like, yeah, the anesthesiologist will be around because she was losing the. Um,
0: Epidural. Yeah, it was, was wearing it was off.
2: Wearing yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, yeah, they'll be around. And my wife was like, well, they need to hurry because like this pain is a lot. And Ugh. she's like, I'm feeling this pain. And the nurse was like, no, it's probably just a contraction. And then also my wife was like, she tells the nurse, Courtney, she goes, Courtney, no something's there. And Courtney was like, no, you're just feeling something. And Ashton was just like, no, I feel a baby coming right now. And like Courtney go- looks and she goes, oh, there is a baby coming. Oh, no. Let's get everybody in here. And like, guess like people were running into the room. The doctor who sits down, comes into the room and sits down. And that baby was out in a minute. Wow, I mean, like wow. it happened within like five minutes. Ashton was just like, oh my God, something's happening now. And like it, it happened. And it was just that fast. And like, even the nurses at the, the nurse's station were just like, we didn't think that baby was coming that early. We thought it was going to be an overnight thing. And all of a sudden, things just changed in two minutes, and that baby was here. It was like the weirdest thing in the world.
3: That's crazy, man. But, was, but everything's going well now, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, when the baby came out, uh, she wasn't, there were times where she was holding her breath for some reason. Interesting. So they took the baby away right away. We got to see her for a second, but they took her straight to over across the way to the, uh, the NICU right but she's making progress she no longer has anything to help her breathe she doesn't have a feeding tube anymore she's doing much better so right people say that this baby looks like a fighter for sure so all right man it's a good thing so that's awesome wife is home now so now we're just waiting to get the all clear to bring the baby home all right um, things nice. are good man good. things there's a lot moving right now deal.
3: well i did get you this too in addition to the t-shirts i got you from Darlington, i saw this and uh And this had Preston's name all over it.
2: Oh, boy. What is it? Oh, my God. Is that autographed? Autographed
3: Paul Menard. Big photo. Oh, my God.
2: I'm hanging this up in the man cave.
3: Congratulations on the baby.
2: Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'm going to love this forever. It's a shame YouTube is down because people would see me holding this picture right now. Like like like
3: his new baby. Oh, my (laughs) God. But in addition to the shirt, I, I saw that and I was like, that has Preston's name. Right oh
2: man, word. this is awesome!
3: Thank you, Beamer. Yeah, no problem, man. Congrats on the baby. <laughs> Thanks, I, man. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find anything for you guys except it, or Ian except for the T-shirt. I figured, well, T-shirts will T-shirts good for my level of, of commitment to NASCAR, <laughs> right? At the moment yeah, will get you the, we'll slowly break you in. Once you find a driver, and I find you something like that, well, then there you go.
2: Caught me off guard. Look at that vintage Paul looking. <laughs> Looking into the abyss. And
3: looking into the abyss. Now, two things about that episode. One, YouTube was down, but computer failed because of the power unit. Yeah. So we didn't have YouTube for like three, four weeks. We didn't have YouTube. So that's why if you're watching YouTube, it's like, there's a gap. There's why. Two, I want you to take that Ford <laughs> decal sign and hold that photo and hold it like you were holding that photo.
2: Oh, I for everybody on YouTube okay, now. So what happened was Matt gave it to me. I don't even know. I looked at it and then like I swear I hugged it you for hugged some it. reason. You it I swear like I that. hugged it like this. Like it was the and coolest I, thing. I tell ever, you man. what, man,
3: you held <laughs> you held that thing closer than your new baby, I felt like I held my baby close <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> but oh, that, was, that, was,
2: that a, was uh yeah, that was uh, that was really cool.
3: That was a real fun episode, man. It that was. was after Darlington and um you go back and listen to that. You hear about my Darlington escapades as far as that because that was a long day. But
2: yeah, you really caught me off guard with that. That the whole Paul Menard thing. I looking at look right here. Look at my hat, Paul Menard, right that's here. Right, that's right, man. Menards, man. So yeah, that was that. Uh, that was really cool. That was really uh, something special.
3: Well, I appreciate. I'm glad I got to do that for you, man. But um, going back more into this year's review, like we're doing here. We've had a lot happen. Like we stated earlier, YouTube started, we started a website in the marbles. Dot net where you can find your, it's your really your one-stop shop for everything in the marbles for, as far as our podcast, our bios, history of in the marbles, marble heads, we've got drivers who we've had on the show or individuals we've had on the show drivers. Mm-hmm. There's also a section on there called unhinged sports network. And back in October, We were accepted into the Unhinged Sports Network, and this is the conversation we had about it regarding the Unhinged Sports Network and the announcement we made to the world that we were part of that network.
1: Episode 55, Unhinged Sports Network Announcement.
3: Big news from us, just right off the bat, as I said at the top of the show, we are now part of Unhinged Sports Network, an online radio station that few guys in Florida threw together and they have a whole host of podcasts such as football, baseball, basketball and in the marbles is the voice of racing for that network couldn't be happier they found us on Twitter and said we'll give you a shot. I think that's awesome and I I think it's great too man
1: It's wintertime, when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.
3: have a lot of good podcasts, and we'll promote them on our page as well. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's going to be – it's a big step for us. Oh, very big step. Hopefully get our station out there more, help them, help us. And it, it's a great opportunity, and I'm proud to be a part of Unhinged, man.
2: Yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's really – I mean, like, well, I went to – when you had told me about it, I went to their website because yep. I know that – I don't know if they had talked about you guys talked, I think they said they were going to try and come out with an app at some point.
3: Yeah, they're coming out with an app here in the next few weeks and it's going to be an like an iHeartRadio app. Okay. And we're scheduled on there every Thursdays from 8 a.m. to about 9.30-ish mm-hmm. is, our, is our time gap. And on Sundays, we're going to do what's called encores. So we're going to do a preview of the race. Hey, here's who to watch out for. Here's what you want to watch out for. At, and at the big races like the Daytona 500, Coke 600, stuff like that. And hopefully this year we could do it live from Daytona, have some fans there, fan interactions, who you watching out for, yeah. stuff like that, and, and incorporate it in there. Later on down the line, we have a few, time, few months to plan about that. But very excited about that merger. You can still listen to us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Right. But this is another way to get our name out there and – and if you, after racing season, want to just listen to football stuff, go listen to football podcast on there.
2: Yeah, I think it's really cool that they have a bunch of different uh, podcasts on there. Because, like I said, when I went to the website, I was checking it out. There, they have like the schedule and you know the shows that they have. And I thought, I think it's pretty cool that they went out and you know found people that are kind of doing the same thing that we're kind of doing. Just yeah. a bunch and of people doing it's all, podcasts, It's all new,
3: yeah, newer podcasts, and uh, we got picked. Uh, and TAP to be the ones who bring you NASCAR. That's awesome. So this is great man. opportunity. Glad we're here. And looking forward to it, man. And, and and we continue to still grow here because half of our listenership is through the Unhinged Sports Network.
2: Yeah, that's been very huge for us.
3: And, and and I really couldn't be happier with the Unhinged Sports Network. They've done so much for us. And we now have Race Day Unhinged where we cover where we pretty much do a Free Race Show. We are going to Daytona together. We might be going to Pocono together, and they're working on media credentials for every track pretty much from Talladega, Atlanta, Charlotte, Bristol, Darlington, you name it, and the Marbles might be there one day. So stand day. by, man. It's, it's yeah. a great thing, and I'm so glad they gave us a shot back in October. It's for three months in, and I couldn't be happier, man. Really couldn't be happier with the Unhinged Sports Network. I mean, what are your views on the unhinged Sports network? I love
2: it. I I have listened to – I have a couple different podcasts I listen to. Um, but it's just overall – I like I said, overall, it's just awesome that we are part of a sports network where we have all these people that are doing their own little podcasts from their – you know, wherever they're doing it, probably from their houses or whatever. But they're kind of just like us. You know, we're just – we wanted to start a podcast. We're just a bunch of fans of the sport, enthusiastic
3: and, amateurs. Yeah,
2: enthusiastic amateurs. Outdoor sports network is really, really cool, and I think it's going to go places. You just have to give it some time. But I mean, like
3: anything else, you got to give it time to develop yeah, and grow. So man, I,
2: I think uh, I really, I think the ideas that the creators had. I think it's just awesome. I think it's really cool, and uh, it's definitely going to go places. So, I, I think, love being a part of it.
3: Yep, I do too, man. I couldn't be happier being a part of it. But I tell you what, man. We're getting down to our final few memories that I have from 2020 our season two, and I can't wait till season three. It's going to be a lot more memories. I feel it's going to be a lot of fun, but this one kind of struck out, stuck out to me. It was when I went to Alabama with Caroline to visit my family and met up with Charlie Hercus and went go-karting with him and his new girlfriend, Bailey, there at Adventureland in Dothan.
1: Episode 44, parting in Alabama. I we went to
3: here. No, we went to TGI Friday, for, which is for one, there's so. I'm from Dothan, Alabama. Uh huh. And there's so many good restaurants to choose from that TGI Fridays, yeah. really? Is that the best we could do here? But they said it. Okay. You know, we're visiting at this point. Yeah. So I'm not from Dothan anymore, I feel. But we went there, had a good. Dinner. We drank some beers and met the new girlfriend in Charlie's life. Then we decided to go to this place called Adventureland. Now, Adventureland is where I used to work when I was 16, 17, 18. I worked there for a few years before I joined the Marine Corps. Okay. And they have, it's kind of one of those miniature golf putt putt places with an arcade, batting cages, bumper boats, and go karts.
2: So, like a Frankie's Fun Park down here.
3: Sure. It's like a Frankie's Fun Park. I've never been to Frankie's. Fun Park in Charleston. Oh,
2: okay. So
3: I can't compare the two, but based on what you just said, yeah, it's like yeah, a Frankie's Fun it Park. That's what sounds like. And so we went there, and we decided to do go-kart racing. Now, these go-karts have governors on them, which yeah. are in sense restrictor plates. Mm-hmm. So pack racing is everything. You got to get close to the person. You got to give them a bump in order to get past the person in front of them. First race, we just went, and it was chaotic. A lot of bumping, a lot of banging. Caroline was in there. She was crazy about what was going on here trying to wreck you of course everybody was trying to wreck me except bailey i <laughs> give it to bailey she was kind of tiptoeing in her first race which is fine and the rules are no bumping who follows that rule nobody if you're does. racing go-karts yeah no. right no bumping i'm rubbing and rubbing's racing
2: might as well take the fun out of it if there's no bumping
3: right there's no rubbing let's say that mm. there's no racing okay. you can't race you just ra- you just drive around you you do, ne- essentially, they want you to do what Lewis Hamilton does every Formula One race.
2: Which is just get away? Which is
3: just get away, <laughs> stay away from the other cars, and <laughs> do whatever. So the first race went by, no problem. We played around the putt putt, and then we decided, let's race three more races, best out of three. Okay. But it was just us. It was just me, Charlie, Bailey, and Caroline, who's all going to race. So it was just us four. So we decided. And Charlie talked to the guys, and the guys there are pretty cool. If you're cool with them, the workers, if you're cool with them, they're cool with you. And I loved it when race fans would come and race there because I would see a fun race. Mm-hmm. And he said, when we get to this point on the track, that's when you hit the green line. And Charlie made it the point to tell everybody, you don't we follow up two by two, and when the green light comes on, we go.
2: Sounds like a formation lap.
3: So, yeah, it's a figure eight track. So we're coming around to turn one. I'm on the, inside, I'm on the right side behind Charlie. And then you have Bailey and Caroline. And at this point I'm game time. Game face is on. Carol it's not my wife next to me, it's another competitor. <laughs> so we decided we're gonna go on green, in which your green light came on. And I kind of anticipated it. Dot, you know, with the gas and then go.
2: You were timing it.
3: I timing it I timed it perfectly because I Charlie went the same time as me and I bumped him and we went to the lead. And I'm pushing him, pushing him. I have a fast cart. This is one of those cards that everybody says, hey, which one's the fastest? This one. I think it was number 17 with the wing on it. Great. So I'm going. I'm pushing him. I see him get loose. So I bump him out of the way. And then I felt a bump from behind. It's Caroline. She figured out. Oh, if I bump you, you're going to go faster. I'll catch you. And we'll just keep. She figured out bump drafting. Okay. So we pass Charlie. I win that race. The next race, Caroline wins. Great finish. The third race didn't work out so well for me. I had the crappiest cart on the track. The slowest. The slowest. And 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 I know people say, oh, they're all the same. False.
2: Yeah, that's a lie.
3: This is the slowest cart. Because, I mean, right when it started up, it was already backfiring like an old school motorcycle who needs a carb adjustment. So I'm starting in the back again because Charlie always started up front. That's not fair. That's not fair. But it is what it is. So we go two by two again. We get going, and I, again, push Charlie, but then I'm getting hit from the rear a lot. Just bumped the whole way. I realized at that point my cart is not going to compete yeah, at all. So I pulled aside and let Bailey and Caroline pass. Go get them. They laughed at me. Oh, They caught me and laughed at me.
2: Was that turned... Really quick.
3: I felt. I know. I now know how Timmy Hill feels. I now know how Williams feels. Uh, Yeah, them especially. No, it's disheartening. It's It's horrible. It's awful, isn't it? And I pretty much just stayed out of everybody's way. I felt horrible. You were just one of those
2: go or go home cars. I was a field filler. Field filler. That's right. It It was horrible. Or
3: in Formula One terms, a back marker. I had no. Such it was no such thing as racing for me at that race. It was just right in the back. Stay out of everybody's way. Don't pull a Quinn Hoff. We'll get more into that later. Yeah, we
2: will get more into that one.
3: First of all, if you're curious to know what we said about Quinn Hoff, go listen to that episode. Second of all, that was a fun episode. I had a lot of fun. And speaking of Charlie, we had him on in studio in Charlie Hercus Returns. I forget the episode number, but he was in studio. That was a really fun episode. But we also had three interviews: two with drivers and one with my cousin Ross. You weren't there for the cousin Ross because I think you were. I think you were sick with COVID. COVID just started, and I had to fill time. And Ross was willing to come on the show. But we talked to Ross, and we also talked to Owen Smith. Yep, for the first time, a longtime fan of the show. Owen, shout out to you! Big shout out to you, Arca Series driver. And then Kyle Summers was on the show not once in 2020, but twice. Second time in. Announcing his Vors touring series and uh, first time just us getting to know him, but the difference between the first interview and the second one was the phone, and I we had a phone interview. The next time we had Skype, Skype's changed the world, and it is awesome. And I tell you what, we I, every episode with those guys has been fun. And stand by for more episodes because you're not going to want to miss season three of Into Marvels. It's going to be a great time, man. But Before we get into my top memory of 2020, we're going to take a quick break and have a Teespring read and a few reads from the Unhinged Sports Network. This is in the Marvel's Best of 2020, our Christmas special, and we'll be right back after these messages.
2: All right, Matt, before we move on, I figured that would be a good time to tell all the listeners out there about our uh, store at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles, we have a new discount code. And what's the
3: discount code, man?
2: Discount code is 2021 for the new year coming up.
3: Oh, man, that's great.
2: Yeah, it's for free shipping. So if you're looking for, you know, well, now it's probably already past Christmas time, so last minute shopping is out the window. But if you want to still get any of the hottest in the marbles merchandise, whether it's shirts, hats, hoodies, stickers, you name it, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles or if you go to our website in the marbles.net and go under the merch tab You'd be a quicker way to get to the store.
3: That's right. It'll get you ready for the 2021 race season. That's well. right.
2: 2021 race season. 2021 is right around the corner. And hopefully this year will be better than last year. One can hope. One can hope. So if you head to the store and put the discount code in 2021, you'll get free shipping. And that's from now until the until the 1st of January 2021. That is teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles. Or if you go to in the marbles.net, you just click on the merch tab. It'll take you right to it.
3: All right, Preston. Before I nominate my one, what is your? What's another memory you have of the show? Can, can you even think of one, or are there too many to even think about?
2: It's just it's hard to even think. There's just so much that go on on a week to week basis.
3: It really is, man. It's a fun show to produce. It's a fun show to edit. It's a fun show to be a part of, and uh, very glad to be a part of it. I'm glad everybody who tunes in tends to enjoy it. I think for I would the most hope part. So. Yeah, I hope so. Or else why would we keep getting listeners? It's
2: true. Why would we still be here?
3: And, uh, you know, I think one of the big parts of 2020 that I'll remember from this show is being on Pocono Raceway's podcast. That is a good one. If you haven't checked it out, if it's out by now, check it out. If it's not, we'll make sure to share the heck out of it once it is. But, man, that was a lot of fun. But my, my favorite memory is coming up, and I tell you, it was tough to narrow this one down. It was really tough to narrow this one down, but I feel like I did a good job because it was fun, not only for me, not only for you, but we had a special guest in studio, and I'm just going to let everybody sit back and listen to this, my favorite memory 2020, then we'll start wrapping up this show.
1: Episode 35, NASCAR Trivia with Caroline.
3: Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one, NASCAR is an acronym. What does NASCAR stand for? <laughs>
4: <laughs> i, <laughs> I want to say need for speed hang on nascar would this really be a softball question this is a this softball question this okay. should not be I, okay. I think this is a very I'm softball. Stumped. hang on something race r would be race raceway uh in is there is there a countdown I no there's like no there count. Is. there's no countdown <laughs> do i get to answer after
3: if she needs a guess unless she just gives up and defaults it to you then you can tell me and if,
4: speedway I mean, I, I, raceway i'm not competing
2: for anything I was the
4: just... s would be speedway right see nascar okay car so what's nas i have no clue i'm gonna have to get lead all right go so on you're on gonna you're gonna go for yeah, life okay so <laughs> i'm
3: gonna i'm gonna subtract four from you so now you're down to 16
4: he may not know
3: and I'm going to put four in the Preston's. Okay, Preston, what's the lifeline?
2: The National Association of Stock Car Auto
3: Racing. National Association ah. for Stock Car Auto Racing. <laughs> okay, all right, thank you. Okay, so all right, all right. That, let's already, get that one
4: out of the way. You're already
3: down four four bucks, and Preston already <laughs> Minus has
4: four already.
3: <laughs> and by the way, we can hear you slam on the table. Oh,
4: sorry, what I is, won't slam anymore. It's
3: okay. I can understand your frustration. I'm now a this one, frustrated. this one should be easier.
4: Okay.
3: Our first race that we watched together was the 2009 All Star Race. Who won that race?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I remember who won that one. It, it, it wasn't
4: I it wasn't Denny Hamlin.
3: It wasn't. You're right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Cal Bush. No. Okay, all right. I get an extra. Uh, okay,
3: you get an no. extra one.
4: Is he still racing?
3: No, he is not still racing. Oh, he retired. Okay.
4: Oh. Jeff Gordon.
3: No, Jeff Gordon wrecked that race.
4: Oh, I remember that. Because yeah. Kyle Busch yeah, wrecked Yeah, because Kyle
3: Busch wrecked him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can,
2: you, can we give hints?
3: No, you cannot. Okay.
2: Well, can I ask a question
4: after you've defaulted?
3: You, after she defaulted.
4: My goodness, I thought you would throw out some. These are easy. Simple, you You were at the like race. Like a question, like, what's my favorite driver? That kind of thing. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, gosh.
3: You were at the race.
4: Well, I was there enjoying it with you. Um, all right, I'll just throw throw another name out. Okay, there. throw
3: another name out here.
4: Chase Elliott.
3: You didn't even race at that time. Okay. <laughs> all right, you give let up. Me, let me do another one. Okay, I'll give Let's you see. one more. Talk your way through
4: it. And second, let me think. I'm just thinking of names here.
2: I feel like I think I know, but I don't think I do know.
4: Dale Earnhardt.
3: He died in 2001. Jamie. Oh, okay. <laughs>
4: See, good save. Good save. That embarrassed me. This is good. <laughs> is it, uh,
3: This is only question two.
4: I mean is once a we guy default, that I'm had gonna ask questions. The a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. No,
3: this guy understand. no longer races a NASCAR. Uh, Was he, re- it? he retired. Can
4: I ask a question?
2: Well, I mean, like after we defaulted, because I don't want to give anything away. I give up.
3: Tony Stewart.
4: Ah. Uh, okay, see then I. I thought think it, was still it was racing. Nope. He is truck racing, great. Right?
3: No, he's not. Oh,
4: okay, see, shows you how much I know.
3: <laughs> All right, now what was your question?
4: It was too late. No, I was this I was going to try and break
2: it down to think it was what I thought knew who
3: but I knew this was This is when
4: actually I... good. You're teaching me.
3: You were at the race. You should know that.
4: <laughs> I was there with you. <laughs> I was oh, looking at you the whole time.
3: I was looking miles. at the race. I'm,
4: it's probably five hundred miles. Of it was. At you.
3: It wasn't. That's why I picked the all-star race for your first race. Three
4: hundred miles.
3: No, it wasn't oh, even that. It <laughs> was like it was like a hundred miles.
4: Uh, well, it felt like five hundred. Oh,
3: it, it was it went by fast for me. Okay. okay. Next. Question number three. You got seven more after this. By the way.
4: And how much am I down?
3: Uh, right now you have fourteen dollars. Negative. I didn't say you're negative. I just said you're at fourteen dollars okay. because you used a lifeline in your first question oh, okay. and you missed that with a question. All right. Oh, actually, I'm I'm plus two, so I'm twenty two. All right, I'm doing well. All right, question number three. Jimmy Johnson is one of three drivers to win seven championships. Who are the other two drivers?
4: How oh. many How many championships?
3: Seven. He's Benny one. Of, he's
4: Jeff Gordon. I'm gonna.
3: You can't just start spinning Jeff out. Gordon. No, you're looking at me like I'm I'm not. Trying to throw you curveballs here. These are softball questions. I'll read you the question. wish. Stop. <laughs> You're just naming drivers. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson is one of three drivers to win seven championships. Who are the other two drivers?
4: Should give her a hint. Dale Earnhardt.
3: Yes, Dale Earnhardt. The Bam. question. The, okay, I knew that, that. That was one. Who's the other one?
4: Is he still alive?
3: He's still yes. alive, but he, ne- he he's retired in nineteen ninety. Two. Yes. Oh,
4: is he that skinny guy with the little mustache and the cowboy hat?
3: I'll give her that. Oh, I'll give her yeah. that. Richard okay. Petty. Richard that a- Richard, I'll that's give you enough. that. Okay, so that, that was great. Okay, so there's <laughs> plus two for you, so you're up to 16, and then minus two for me, I'm under 20. Okay. I didn't know
2: where she was going with it when she said skinny guy, but then she said with the mustache and the cowboy yeah, hat. I, I gave her that. Oh, okay. Man, knew- that's good enough. Yeah, she knew-
4: that. I love his wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I get money on that one. Yeah, you got two? plus two. Okay, you're up to sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. okay. Good.
3: This is more of a opinion-based question for me, but Caroline should know this.
4: Oh boy, pressures on.
3: There is one figurehead in NASCAR who I despise the most. Who was that figurehead?
4: He is the son of the owner of the NASCAR. Okay. And I can't think of his name.
3: You know who I'm talking about, right?
4: But you should give me two dollars on that because I can see him, but I. Don't know his name.
3: You know who it is?
4: Did he get a DUI?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know who it is. I mean, I'll give you it because you know who I'm talking about. Brian France.
4: That's it, France. Yeah.
3: Brian yeah, it's France. That's
2: funny because I only remember that, too, because of the Twitter account that somebody came out with. Oh, yeah. So but he, I know Brian it's
4: France. the son of the guy that owned, owned the owner, right? Yep, He's he, the owner he, now, he, right? Or did he retire? He
3: got pretty much relieved of his duties so, by, by his uncle, Jim France.
4: Yeah. That's a good thing.
3: Yeah, so now we're even at 18 apiece.
4: Okay, thanks for having grace. All
3: right, question number five. This is fun.
4: This is good. I like this.
3: In 2003, the closest finish in NASCAR history happened at Darlington. Who were the drivers, and what was the margin of victory? Ooh. If you listen to my podcast weekly, you should know these.
4: <laughs> Dale Earnhardt. No. <laughs> Did he, he die?
3: He died in 2001.
4: I was close. Okay. All right, let's scratch I that.
3: wish we had YouTube now, because I'd just be looking at you like,
4: what? <laughs> Jeff Gordon. Okay. Kyle Busch. Close. Kurt Busch.
3: Okay, Kurt Busch was one. Jeff Gordon was not the other.
4: You made it seem as though it I was.
3: Just, I just said, okay.
4: Uh, so, Kurt Busch.
3: Kurt Busch. You probably don't even know the second driver, but he won that race. Is
4: he retired? Yeah. Carter's in the Hall of Fame. Tony to Stewart. Thing. <laughs> no. Give That'd me that cool. one.
3: Okay. You, you want to use... Preston has a lifeline?
4: Oh, I can keep using him? Yeah. you oh, got, nice. Every
3: time yes. it's four. By. Okay, so Preston gets another four. It was Ricky Craven and Kurt Bush.
2: The margin of victory was two one-thousandths of a second.
3: Very nice. .002 seconds. Ricky Craven passed him on the outside. Inside.
2: Was Kurt, it the
4: inside? Kurt it Bush was on tra- the inside. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He that came guy. up and slammed into him. Yes, Kurt came down.
2: You Kurt, always pass Kurt, on the inside.
3: Kurt lost power steering that race. Yes so that's actually four for Preston because he got it well we that's eight because he got both lifelines right okay question number six we're just now past halfway (laughs) halfway (laughs) in 2015 we walked on the famed Watkins Glen International Racerway what driver did I say raced on that same track in the 1970s this is why you got to pay I just pay attention to everything you say you might not think of it I do
4: well, when you're talking and there's a crowd of people, I'm just so excited to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like I'm just like nodding my head every time you say information. Well, like you
3: actually that. said in response to this, who?
4: Well, that tells you right there. I don't know it.
3: But I said the name. I read. You want me to read you the question again, or you want to throw it to a freshman? Dale Junior. Like, no. Well,
0: <laughs> that's gonna be my, gonna my, my go-to.
3: That's gonna answer. be your go-to answer every time. you <laughs> Either Jeff Gordon or Dale Junior. Okay, you get. You, do you know you want to I use don't Preston as... Don't,
2: don't, I mean, don't ask well, me. It,
4: he doesn't seem like a, a lifeline because then I'm giving him money. Don't ask me. That's not a free lifeline. And that's really not <laughs> a lifeline.
3: But I want to make Preston a part of this.
4: Okay, all right. I, I we, have no idea. All right,
3: Preston's saying, no, don't do it. Okay,
4: don't so do get, it.
2: Don't do it. So so I don't have my, a
4: flag to win. I get my $4 back. Okay.
3: No, you never lost it. You're going to just lose $2 Well, here. he
4: doesn't
3: know it. No, he's not a lifeline. Nikki Louder. Ah. Nikki See, I
4: Never would have guessed that. It was in the back of my head.
3: It was there. Okay, question number seven. This is so much fun. We need to have Caroline on every week.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We went to the 2019 Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin won that race. Who won the first Daytona 500? You went to the Hall of Fame there at Daytona. You should I know this. I did go
4: to the Hall of Fame, but you should have asked me the question: Who won that race? Yeah,
3: I said Denny Hamlin won that race. Yes, in that should have been
4: that question. <laughs> 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 Who won the two thousand nineteen Daytona race? Who
3: won your... the first Daytona five hundred in nineteen fifty
4: nine? I have no clue. Why, fine. All right, Lude. Lee nope. Petty.
3: Lee Petty, very nice. Ah, okay, so I am going to give you the scores. That's as a... Richard
4: Petty's dad.
3: Yes, Richard Petty's dad.
4: Didn't know he raced, and my bank account's getting pretty low over there. You are at
3: eight dollars. Person's at twelve. All right, question number eight. Your favorite driver was Jeff Gordon. How many championships does he have over his twenty three year career?
4: <laughs> he's got quite a bit 12
3: that's a lot 8 it, oh, you, babe, you can't just start throwing what, out numbers
4: <laughs> no well 8 was going to be my first go to <laughs> 8
3: <laughs> no <Shnukems. laughs> no no no
4: lower than that
3: lower than I'll give you 2 okay, more Okay,
4: 2 more guesses 2 more guesses 5 no is so that still too much
3: it's still too much 3 Oh,
4: Mwah mwah mwah. Four. There, where's, the mu- where, where's the Where's the? Where,
3: where is that? Where, do I, I, do I need guy? to bring that up? Okay, okay, <laughs> I'll bring it up for next time because that's. I tried. Okay, all right, ma'am. Okay, I'm not gonna minus two, so you're at six dollars. Okay. Question number nine. <clears throat> this should be an easy one. Okay, this should be this should be easy. <laughs> What location in Daytona Beach is known for the birthplace of NASCAR? Daytona. No, no, no. What place in Daytona? Oak.
4: I know this one. What? Oh, we
3: visited there. Yes, we did. We went on the pilgrimage. It was a hotel. Okay, I'll, I, I'll, I'll give her it based on that. But I'll give you two bonus points hotel. if you could give me the name of the hotel.
4: Uh, we went there, and Denny, Hemley, Denny, Denny Hemlin. Is that a Hamlin? Yeah, there was a bunch yeah. of beer
3: in the trash cans. They actually, celebrated it, it there it that celebrated night. Celebrated there that night.
4: Why am I drawing a brain fart? I can see it. It was green, and it had a sign out there. Yep. Uh, and you right took my picture in front of it. I
3: said, "We got to go there." I said, "I want to go Why there." Why do
4: I want to say Limehouse? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll give her. I'll give her it though, because she said hotel. Yeah, the Streamline Hotel.
4: Streamline. Yeah, that's it. See, I am full of scientific information, but when it comes to NASCAR. I I've been there, but I don't retain it. <laughs> I just put it out of my mind.
3: It's okay. So you have eight eight points left. Final question: NASCAR has five levels. NASCAR. I'm going to start it again. NASCAR's top level has five sponsors since I started watching racing in tw- 2001. What are were the names of the top level of NASCAR?
4: What were the names of? They've had five sponsors had, since 2001.
3: It had five. Names. You want
4: me to name the sponsor? Yeah. Like Monster Energy. Okay, there's one. <laughs> I'm wearing the shirt. Wearing the shirt. Very good. There's one. <laughs> good thing.
3: If you get two more, I'll consider it a correct answer.
4: No, it's just who sponsored them. Yeah,
3: it's just the name of the, like the Monster Energy.
4: Depot. No. Mm. Give me a hint.
3: It was a cigarette company.
4: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, car- Cam- Camel. No. Bush. Bush did it. Like, let me oh, Winston.
3: Okay, there's two. Okay, one more. I'll give you the. I'll give you it. (laughs) Is it a beer? No. No. Mm,
4: It's a phone company.
3: Why did I go to this particular phone company?
4: Oh, Sprint.
3: There we go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the Winston Cup, Nextel Cup, Sprint Cup, Monster Energy Cup, and now it is called the NASCAR Cup Series. NASCAR Cup Series. Now, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So you're at 10 points. I would have (laughs) been. Now, the bonus. Here's a bonus question. All right. Mm. If you get this... Win
4: it all. If
3: you get this, you get mine and Preston's. Okay. But you have to do it on your own.
4: Okay.
3: And you can either walk away now with 10 or go for everything. All or nothing. nothing. Okay.
4: Okay. All or nothing. Might as well.
3: Okay. Full send. What are the four sponsors of the current Cup Series?
4: Oh, Lord. These are difficult questions. These are not
3: difficult questions. These are basic you NASCAR. You have to
4: think on my level. I did. You're thinking on the expertise. This is level not even expertise level. This is an
3: expert level. I, I didn't wouldn't...
4: go to NASCAR Technical Institute. This has
3: this has nothing. This is not covered in NASCAR Technical Institute. If I wanted to get technical, like tell me the ratio of <laughs> gear ratio of setting for a Martinsville race.
4: So, what are the sponsors? What are the now?
3: four sponsors of the NASCAR Cup Series?
2: There are
4: four. Miller. Around. Push.
3: Okay, there's one.
4: It's one a cigarette. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Home Depot. Well, why is somebody driving that car with this has Home Depot on it?
3: That was Tony Stewart and that happened a long time ago. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Monster. Mm-mm. Red Bull. No. It has have to do with a drink.
3: Yeah, there is a drink and another drink. Yellow yellow. No. Mm. Mountain Dew. No.
4: Pepsi. Coca-Cola. No. Okay, Coca-Cola's two.
3: So Bush beer Coca-Cola. You got two more.
4: All right. What does it pertain to?
3: If I babe, I'm gonna hold your hand through all this. This is a trivia game. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me.
4: Okay. Let's see here. I'm trying to think of the logos on the cars. Would that help me?
3: There is one sponsor out there.
4: Sprint. Yes, there is one that has Horizon. No. I'll tell. No. Stop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My goodness. I'll give you this. It's Ty Dillon's sponsor.
4: I don't really follow Dillon.
3: Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. <laughs> we, we are winners in this household.
4: See, so you should have asked me something about Brad Koslowski. I'm looking. FedEx. No. <laughs> Master Tech.
3: Those aren't going hel- to help you. Those aren't going to help you. I don't, gonna I don't think it's going to be in this room, honestly. No, it's not in this room.
4: I give up.
2: Geico. Geico's ah.
3: one. And what's the fourth one? Oh, my gosh. Preston, what is the fourth one? Oh, Xfinity. Okay, good.
2: Okay. Oh, I didn't know you were asking me, so I thought you were asking Caroline again. (laughs) That's why I waited.
3: Xfinity
4: is the fourth one. I didn't do so Unfortunately.
3: (laughs) Oh, Caroline, you got to get better at that.
4: I know. Uh, This is a shame.
3: I'm I'm quite disappointed in you. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) This isn't a big deal. You, You asked for this.
4: I did. I asked for it, and I thought I'd do well.
3: And that was our, uh, at least my top moments of 2020, Preston. I had so much fun in season two. I can't wait for season three. It's going to be a lot more fun, a lot more content, a lot more detail. It's going to be so much fun covering racing in 2021.
2: Yeah, um, uh, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> that last one, that was, that was pretty funny. That
3: was like uh, the top one for me because Caroline's been on the show before. She came on when i think you were gone you were not on the show it, it, it it's not a bad trend but it's a it was a constant trend there at the start of the ep, uh, of us doing this and she came on and gave uh what females perspective is of the racing as far as you know amenities and what you could get and stuff like that and she had a lot of fun doing that it was a quick episode but man that was so much fun having her on the show and um I, I had fun doing that. And that's kind of what I want to do with Jim. But now that he knows the questions and he listens to the show, Jim's the head operator of the Unhinged Sports Network. And now that Jim knows the questions, I'm not going to ask him those. I'm going to ask him harder ones because we were on Unhinged at night, and he threw softball questions at me about sports, and which kind of showed me I need to watch ESPN because I had no idea. I maybe got two or three right out of the ten. Yeah, you. didn't just That was embarrassing. Saw it. But Preston, that was our 2020 season review for in the marbles last week we did the formula one season review if you enjoyed that one let us know but this was our 2020 season review of season three coming up here soon and we're going to kick it off with a bang i have a feeling man oh
2: yeah most definitely
3: but preston do you have anything else before we wrap up our wrap up season two man it is it's a big deal for us season two going into season three man
2: uh nothing else i'm looking forward to 2021 and, yeah, uh, and, and we
3: must be careful because we were looking forward to 2020 very well, too. And oh, we all saw yeah. what happened there. Yeah, be careful. So hopefully 2021 is a way better year than 2020. And we can only hope so. Yeah. But for us, and anything else, man, any other last-second memories that you have or, or big thoughts or big moments in the show?
2: No, no, I don't think so.
3: No? Out of all the, what, 50 episodes that we did, not one thing sticks out to you.
2: No, I'm I'm really bad at these days at trying to remember <laughs> things. I, like, I, I don't know what's going on, but I can definitely see the difference in the past uh, year. I'm yeah, just, I can too. I'm having a hard time remembering a lot of things. Yeah, a
3: lot happened, man. We did well over, I think, 2,000 hours of show.
2: That makes my head hurt just thinking about that.
3: You don't have to edit it.
2: Yeah, I know. I do.
3: <laughs> so, folks, we hope that, everybody has a very Merry Christmas, whether you're staying at home with family or going abroad and traveling, be safe, no matter what. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I want to thank everybody so much for tuning into this week here. And in the marbles our season to wrap up, make sure to go to end for all the latest and greatest blogs and sign up for our email list for exclusive giveaway giveaways that we're doing here at in the marbles. Follow us on all social media platforms and Make sure to listen to the Unhinged Sports Network. And for those last-minute holiday gifts that you might not have gotten, go to un, go to InTheMarbles.net under the Merch tab and find all the InTheMarbles merchandise that you need as well as Fanatics needs for other sports, not just NASCAR, but other sports. For Preston Lude, I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in 2021 for Season 3 of InTheMarbles. Have a Merry Christmas.